So we're here with, you're actually the first foodie on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. I, I guess Seattle has a big foodie culture. I mean, there, there, there is some, yeah. Like, I'm not huge on TikTok. I don't like how, I don't really go on TikTok much, but I know like uh, a lot of my friends will actually like find inspirations for like restaurants to ah. go to from uh, looking at like TikTok. And they're like, I guess Seattle's a big like foodie type of like yeah. restaurant culture from like boba tea. Just boba. So you, you grew up, you grew up in Taiwan, correct? Yes. And you started going to school here in Seattle. So like, is that I correct? Or did you come here before school? Well, I came here, like, I came to the States around, like, seven, six, seven years ago. Okay. And I came to Seattle, like, four years ago because of college. Got it. Yeah. So, in Taiwan, it's like, so, when people come to visit Seattle, it seems like everyone goes and gets, like, boba tea, right? Yeah. So, is, but boba tea is probably, like, known everywhere. Like, you can probably get boba tea in Taiwan, correct? Yeah, boba tea is actually from Taiwan. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I just named a fun fact without even knowing it. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. So, wh but why do people freak out about boba tea in Seattle? Do you have any idea? Well, I honestly feel like, okay, because I used to live in Texas for a while, Ooh. and boba tea is definitely better in Seattle compared to Texas. Mm. But, you know, you get the authentic one in Taiwan, so. Oh, what does it mean to be, uh, like, what's an authentic boba tea? Just the taste. Like, you taste it, you know it. Okay. I feel like the milk they use and also like the sugar they use or right. the boba they, I don't know honestly. <laughs> so, you, you became like somewhat of like a celebrity over in Taiwan. I mean, I I wouldn't I go on TV shows and stuff, mm -hmm. but yeah. You got a little Wikipedia. You got you got you got a little bit of a following going on. A little know? bit, a little bit. <laughs> so. How do you how do you go about building up a following? You have over hundred twenty thousand followers, and I was wondering if that's is a, is that a mixture from being like a social media influencer, or is it more from doing things in Taiwan, or how does that work? Mm, so when I do like TV shows and stuff in Taiwan, I had like around thirty k followers. Okay, and then I come to the states, I just start collab with some of my YouTuber friends from Taiwan. Mm. They're in Seattle. And I build my followers to like 60K. And then I just, and then Reel started to be like a popular thing. Right, right. Like Instagram Reel. Because I don't do TikTok and stuff. Yeah. And Instagram Reel. And one of my videos blew up with like more than 10 million views. On t on Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram Reel. Oh, and I get like 50K, 60K from that Reel. And yeah. So I guess that's how it just suddenly blew up like that oh. yeah so there's actually like exponential growth that's possible on instagram yeah because um feel like the instagram reel it's really similar to tiktok okay so yeah and do you understand like the algorithm or do you think i feel like everyone kind of guesses how the instagram algorithm works or do you feel like you have like a i think i have a little bit idea okay but i'm not so sure right yeah how would you say, what would, what would you say you do? Oh, f that video was just me standing in this uh, football stadium and wear a jersey. That's all. That was just, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all. Huh. And do you, you do hashtags, yeah? I, no, I didn't. Wait. Okay. I didn't do any hashtags. I thought hashtags is like what makes something go viral. So you don't need hashtags to go viral. No. I don't, well, I feel like hashtag is something people will see if they click in long like on a specific category 
but the hashtag doesn't make you go viral. Oh. Yeah. So it's just. If like I want to say, I hashtag sushi. When I click on sushi, that's all the post. But it doesn't make that post go viral because they tag sushi. You know what I mean? Interesting. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. But also, so I had a TikTok for a little bit. Yeah. And I had a video that had 8 million views and I gained like 60,000 followers Dang. overnight. And then I got banned. So now I hate TikTok. Oh, so, no. But I will admit, I was testing out like how TikTok works. So I didn't really post original content. I'm going to be fair. Yeah. So <laughs> what I would do is I would have like, I'd post like podcast clips, like we'll probably make some clips here, you know, and then I would post this thing called banned ads. So it would be like old commercials or advertisements that had been banned and weren't allowed to be seen on TV or online. Right. And then I would get a little edgy with them, but not too edgy so that TikTok would ban them also. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I literally created maybe someone online will say differently. But I believe I created a hashtag called banned ads, right? Oh. So I created a hashtag that went viral, had 8 million views. And then I was like, I need to follow this video up with something. Yeah. And I went too edgy. <laughs> and I got banned. And now whenever I look up hashtag banned commercials or ads, oh. it's just other people like posting on that hashtag. Wait, so you're forever banned? Forever banned. Oh, no. So the only thing to prove that I had that many followers and views is that they send you like a receipt. Like basically when you get banned, they send you a receipt of what what you did, but there's no pictures. It's just numbers of like how many views you got on a certain video. It's crazy. So, so, but you didn't, so would you say you set out to be like an influencer or do you think it just kind of happened? It just kind of happened actually because for me, I just want to share my lives and just so at the beginning i started with youtube yeah but yeah. i don't really like like editing and stuff because mm, i'm not thing. not good at it and i just quit doing it but i have like some videos on youtube i have like over a million views and yeah. stuff but i just quit and then i figured i prefer like instagram the most because i can like post pictures i prefer pictures than videos because it's easier mm. i'm a little bit lazy and then i just keep posting my life and people want to see it and they just come i mean yeah but wouldn't you say like everyone wants i think that's the whole point of social media that people want to post their life and hope to be somewhat famous and that's what tiktok is kind of highlighted like the everyday joe yeah can be like i'll give you an example which is weird so i get news so you have a, you have a, everyone has a phone right so i'll get <laughs> I'll get news articles that like show up on my Google feed of like TikToker did this. And I'm like, I'm not looking for this, right? <laughs> it's like TikTokers prove that the Subway tuna sandwich is actually horse meat or whatever the situ- situation is. Oh y- y- you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's, it's crazy that people are actually like able to like write articles about something as simple as like a social media post. But yeah, but for however many overnight influencers are created there's millions of people that get zero views or they're just dancing in their bedroom and they get like 20 views even if it's on tiktok you know yeah and like they're trying to do the trends and and nothing happens so but for you 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 started gaining some success so what do you think that was from 
Well, I feel like, honestly, uh, that's hard to say. Because I, I get a little bit followers from, uh, I feel like it's just a, um, my lifestyle a little bit different than most of the people. That's why people are interested. Because mm. I'm from Taiwan, but I study in like Texas, Germany, Seattle. I just keep traveling everywhere. Right. And people from Taiwan are interested. So they just start to like look at it, and then sometimes I make I made it to like for you page so people from around the world will see that right. oh it looks so cool, and I guess that's how it started. But honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's easier after you cross the line. Like oh, after you have like twenty k follower, it's easier to just grow up and up. But if you didn't cross that line, then you might be stuck there. Like, right. For a long time. So social media, but there's no like one answer to gain virality. I feel like now it's easier to get viral on Instagram Reel and TikTok. Because I know the algorithm is like seven seconds. If people watch the whole seven seconds video, oh. then your video is going to blow up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I know seven seconds is the... Dang, yeah. yeah. These, people, these kids... These kids these days with their intent, ex- what is it? Attention spans. They're like, <laughs> they're they're nothing. That's, yeah, that, that that makes sense. So so wait, how did how'd you go about making the first couple like tens of thousands of followers? That was from, just that was from being in Taiwan or um the first ten thousand I was I getting it from YouTube. Oh, so you started out as a YouTuber. That's how you first started. Um, kind of. I okay. have. Yes, I know. Well, no? I have like 8,000 followers and I started YouTube. And then my YouTube video has like a lot of views because I was in Germany. And German people love to see people like not from Germany, but like record the lives in Germany. Oh. So I got again a lot of followers from Ger- like Germany. And just the mix of Taiwan and Germany. And then I just, I don't know. It's so hard to explain. Oh my gosh. No, no, that makes sense. So me. Anything? Do you think race comes in into it at all too? Like being like a Taiwanese girl coming to the states versus like if you're just like a white guy going to Taiwan. Do you think it would be the same thing? Yes, though? it will be the same thing. White guy oh. going to Taiwan or just any guy that's not Asian going to Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I feel like it will be the same thing. Can you break down like where your audience is coming from? Do you know if it's more from Taiwan or Germany or from the United States? Yes, I know. Um, majority of my followers are on Taiwan. Okay. Like, more than 50% are from Taiwan. Because mm. I do, like, TV shows and stuff in Taiwan. And then I think the second one is United States. Because people from the U.S. like to see my life in Taiwan and my life in Germany. Right. And uh, my YouTube follower, like, 50% is from German. Okay. But my Instagram is different. Like, the platform, the followers are different. Right. And then my 10 million followers, uh, 10 million views blew up. That video blew up in Indonesia and okay. Malaysia. I get a lot of followers from Indonesia and Malaysia. And what uh, what languages do you speak? Uh, I speak Chinese, Mandarin. So it's ma- Mandarin and English. So when yeah. people are watching your videos, though, it's mostly in Mandarin? Or do you do English as well? Well, uh, for YouTube, if I want... It depends what I want to show. If I want to show, like... Um, usually my videos in English, usually. Got it. But you do subtitles, I think. 
I used to, used but it's just too much work. So then I just don't do it. Yeah, and then like I was, um, I just had this this band on from Mexico, mm. right? And I want to connect with their audience, but the interview is like an hour long. Yeah, and they're a busy band. They're on tour. They don't have time to translate English to Spanish. And then I don't know how to speak Spanish, right? Yeah. So there's actually, like, people have found a way online to, like, charge you, like, $50 or more oh, to, like, yeah. translate. So there's a whole economy in, like, yeah, actually translating thing. yeah. things. So yeah. how would you go about it? Like, would you use a translator or would you hand hand uh, translate for YouTube or whatever? Um, I used to just, like, I translated myself. Oh, wow. Yeah, but now I just don't do it. I'm just too lazy. But I then on Instagram, I I don't speak like I don't speak anything. Like right, right. it's just real and the music. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's longevity in that? Like, do you ever think not to get dark on you? Do you ever think about like as you continue to age, are people going to be less interested? And do you ever like worry about that or even think about the future of being a social media influencer? I feel like. I'm not really worried about that because right. you. Mean, I mean, social media is not my everything. That's good. Yeah, but I mean, it might be possible that people are not interested in me anymore after like ten years because I feel like I will look the same in like till I'm like my thirtieth. You know what I just heard the other day? What? <laughs> what? I heard someone say. Asian, Asian don't raisin, raisin. It's like black don't crack, but Asian don't raisin. <laughs> Might be true. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but you're smart though. You're not like there. You know how many? That's just so people are so interested. So like, for every some every influencer like you, there's also thousands of influencers who are like, I have this. They they could have like an amazing job. They could be going to school. And they get some followers, and they drop everything to be Ooh, an influencer. Like no, you don't, I wouldn't you don't do think, that. You don't think like that. Mm-mm, I wouldn't do that because I feel like you can do several stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I just I just graduated from UW. Oh. Hell yeah! Yeah, and then I'm going to Boston U next year for my grad school. That's awesome. Yeah, so I just keep doing this stuff at the same time because the thing is, my stuff is just sharing my life. Yeah. So if I don't have a life, I don't know what to share. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that's a good way to look at it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And so would you consider yourself a foodie, though? Is that so? You are. What is it when you most? So you mostly are sharing you going to restaurants, or is it mostly you doing like modeling pictures, or how would you? I do. Honestly, I do everything. Got it. So I started as like TV shows and models and stuff, and th- I do modeling because I just like taking pictures. Yeah. And. But I cannot be like a runaway model because I'm too short for that. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm pretty short too. My mom, my mom's four eleven, so I'm not. But you look good. Oh, so oh thank that's you. The ha- the hair gives me height too. You know, <laughs> so it works out perfectly. Well, for food, um, being a foodie is just I like to eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I, ch- so I like to eat, and then some restaurant invite me, not because I'm a foodie, because I have like followers. Yeah. And I just feel like, wait a minute, I have followers and I like to eat. Why not just turn my account to, like, a foodie-ish account? Mm. Yeah. So h- how much time would you say you dedicate to, like, doing vlogging or social media? Like, is that kind of – you have all these followers, but is that kind of in the back of your mind compared to, like, being in school? Or how much time do you give to social media versus being in school or 
friends and family? Like, how do you um, deal with all that? Okay, so for family, they're always have one. So mm, oh my gosh, I only Facetime them once a week for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not much for family, but I'm gonna visit them next week, so I'm excited. Hell yeah. And for friends, I go to parties, parties often. You're a party girl. Not really, uh-huh. but when my friends invite me, I'll go. Oh. But if no one invites me, I wouldn't just like, hey, invite everyone to the parties, you know? Yeah. I'm like the people that just follow. Oh, you could be a leader though, right? Maybe. You're just I, going with the flow. Maybe you could be like, I'm not a follower. I just like to go with the flow. There's <laughs> a difference, right? I just like to go with the flow, yeah. Okay. And for uh, social media, I used to just, I used to post like, Three times a week. Mm-hmm. That's like my stuff. Three times a week. I don't really spend much time because I have like content. I just take pictures sometimes, and it doesn't take me much time. But recently, recently I post like almost every day. Yeah. So I need to think of something. But usually, just like school or travel. That's all. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really spend much time social media. Right. Yeah. And what do you what did you go to school? What did you just graduate from UW? With? Yeah, I just graduated from UW. With what what degree? I majored in drama performance. Oh. Yeah. So you do want so media is your thing though, for sure. I thought I thought it might be like a thing where like you're a social media influencer, but I'm actually like a rocket scientist or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I I suck at math. Like <laughs> same. I went I I took a math class and I cried the whole quarter. Oh no. I know. <laughs> it was it was horrible. I, I cannot deal with math. Dang. So, I didn't even. So, you, so you're you're gonna go to Boston to continue drama, or how does? No. So, um. So I've always been interested in education mm. and also acting, but then I chose acting in college. I feel like because I want to have fun the whole four years. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like acting is like my thing. I know what to do, and then. For a master next year, I'm pursuing education for mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Maybe you could be like a drama teacher, actor, influencer. Uh, I specify to teach in Mandarin. Oh. Yeah. I should tell you now then that I took Mandarin for three years. Oh. But there is a caveat. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was in a class with all Chinese kids. Yeah. So think about it this way. Even with language arch, like English, that shit is hard for anyone. I know. Whether that's your main language or not. But then, but you're not, but in high school, you don't start from ABC, right? But basically, when you go to high school and you're going to take a language, you're basically starting from ABC. So there's all these Chinese kids going to the class, basically just learning ABC, even though they know how to speak it. That's what they usually (laughs) speak with their family at home. Yeah. So the teacher would like, think the class was doing well because it was like i was the only black kid in the class and then my friend like i had like two friends that were like white out of let me say like 25 kids something like that yeah right? so if, if there's only like five kids out of 20 that are doing bad you're just gonna focus on the 20 that are doing well oh. so like i wasn't able to really learn so what i would do was i would just like i would study super hard and like completely memorize everything and just throw it up, like, on the test. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I wasn't able, actually, to learn yeah. anything. Like, I know Ni Hao. <laughs> ni Hao. Yeah. Han Hao. I don't well, know. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's good. all you need to know. You probably just need to know, like, 
and Bushi, like yes and no. Yeah. And you can like live in Taiwan already. Oh. Yeah, like okay. mm-hmm, yeah. Or you just need to nod and shake. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. There you go. You, maybe you can. Maybe when you get back, you can teach me. Yeah. You can be my private teacher. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, for language, because I was in Germany for a year. Yeah. And that's, I didn't know German before I go there, and then after I go there, the whole year, I'm like, pretty good. Like I can have full conversation really? and write a paper, not like hard papers, like easy papers and stuff. But I, t- I tried to take Spanish in college. Was a disaster. Uh, I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't take language in school. So there's a there's a lot of uh, Asian people moving to Seattle for tech or other yeah. jobs, right? From your experience moving from Taiwan, would would you say Mandarin's becoming one of the top languages in Seattle? Um. Yeah, I feel like it might be actually because there's a. There's a lot of population yeah. in China, so from Chinese people, and I feel like the biggest language is Spanish, English, and probably Chinese, actually. That's pretty wild if you think about it. But also, like, I don't think people take into consideration, like, how so many restaurants cater to you, cater to, like, Asian um, culture. Like, we got, we got teriyaki, we got ramen, we yeah. got pho, we got boba tea we got all all these types of restaurants so but also i've been told that i don't think i've explored enough like traveled enough for food right like i went to new york recently and i didn't even have the pizza there and like you're you're supposed to yeah yeah, exactly i'm like fuck (laughs) so so with that though you you've been traveled and you like i'm guessing you've tried food in other countries other cities would you and being a foodie would would you consider Seattle to be like a culturally? It's really diverse for, for food. Yeah, Seattle is really diverse for food. Is it good food though? Would you consider like? Would you be like, if you could travel anywhere in the world, would you be like, oh my gosh, I need to go to Seattle to try this restaurant? <laughs> it's hard to say, but I feel like there's not like really. W- one restaurant that popped to my mind in Seattle. But Seattle has pretty good food. Like, if you live here, right. you don't need to worry about food. That's fair. Yeah, but there's not... I wouldn't think of... I feel like if I want to try out a restaurant, I'll go to, like, Cali or, like, New York, maybe Vancouver. Right. Are yeah. You, are you bougie with your food yet? Like, are you ever thinking about, I need to go to this Michelin star restaurant or anything like Am that? Am I bougie with my food? I mean, I wouldn't mind to try out, but usually I just follow the flow, eat whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your least favorite food then? I don't eat spicy food. Oh. But there's spicy food in like, do you like ramen or? I like ramen, but not like spicy. I cannot eat spicy food. Uh, kills you? Yeah. I feel that. Like I would cry. Oh, no. <laughs> Seems like I cry a lot. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not a crybaby. <laughs> so... What would you say you do if you're if you're not hanging out with friends and you're not posting posting on social media? Like oh. what do you do in your spare time when it's just like you? Are you like are you reading? Are you watching YouTube videos? What are you doing? Definitely sleeping. Oh. Well, <laughs> That's for sure. A hundred percent. I I feel like <laughs> when I was growing up, I considered naps to be a punishment because I felt like I felt like I was missing out on something. Oh. So that's but that's that's a crossed over into my adult life. 
where like I I still feel like if I sleep too much, I'm gonna be missing out on something. Yeah. So like I'll stay up late or but I also sometimes there's a thing though, like if there is nothing going on, I'll go to sleep as early as nine PM. Mm-hmm. But then I want to get up early. So I'll be asleep at nine and wake up at six or something. Because I need I need to feel like I'm being productive. That's actually not that bad. Nine yeah. to six, that's like I'm bad at math. How many hours is that? Six. Ten, eleven, twelve. Nine one, hours? Two, three, four, five, six. Oh shit. Ten? I guess that is good. That's a good that's a good yeah, amount that's of a sleep. A lot of sleep, yeah. But I have friends who like but I also don't know what time they're going to bed. But I have friends who like sleep until like one PM or the afternoon. That's me. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to bed at like twelve and sleep to like one PM. You know like What? That's we go to sleep at twelve AM and wake up at one PM? Uh huh. How many hours is that? That's like thirteen. What? No, you you do not sleep for thirteen. Like you at least waking up. Or yeah, I love sleeping so much. Like thirteen hours of sleep. Do you know be real? The app. Uh-uh. Be real. Be real. What is be real? It's actually really popular in oh. college. The oh, the actually, I do know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now yeah. That you're saying, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like they uh, give you like a time, and then you just post yourself to your friends. It's like it's like yeah. A, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. always in bed. Like, oh wow. Always. Like depends. Like nine nine a.m. 3 p.m., 4 p.m., I'm always in bed. Dang. Myself, yeah, myself. Dang. And yeah. That's <laughs> wild. So being here in C- Seattle, ha- is, do you miss your family though? You say you FaceTime them, but is it, is it weird being in a whole different country? Like I don't, how how long is the flight to go to like Taiwan? Probably like 14 hours. Oh my gosh. that's You could sleep that entire time. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like lots of people hate to take a long distance flight. Because they cannot sleep at all. Yeah. But for me, I slept so much. I missed all my meals on the plane. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Damn. But for FaceTime, it just... Honestly, I feel like me and my parents get closer mm-hmm. after I leave mm-hmm. Taiwan. Like, because sometimes when I, like, stay with them for too long, just start, like, arguing about something, little thing, and you just start to fight or something. Yeah, yeah. And when there's, like, a distance, you don't fight. You just miss each other, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's fair would you, say, would you say you're pretty independent then like i am pretty yeah i would say i'm pretty independent yeah, yeah. You, you're going to college in boston let's say let's fast forward you graduate right graduate what, what from you, boston yeah what do you what do you do with that then are you, are you do you go straight into teaching did you try to find some more acting gigs or what, what do you do uh, so there's two ways for me okay. so one road is that i'll stay in the states and teach mentoring um, high schooler, mm-hmm. or I'll go back to Taiwan and do like TV shows and acting. Mm-hmm. That's the two thing I'm might be doing. I feel like I might um, teach um, in high school for like a year or two years and then go back to Taiwan. Got it. Because I want to earn like some money. Like the salary is like three times more than mm-hmm. Taiwan. Do you think you ever just completely moved to Taiwan? Well, the thing is, um, I don't have a green card, so Uh-oh. I cannot really work in the states as oh. an actor doesn't consider it as a job so hey that's offensive to actors <laughs> i know that's why i can only be a teacher if i want to stay in the states really that's a thing yeah that's the Whoa. thing for international so and also as an international student do you get like do you get like scholarships and all that like how is that for you i got scholarship for boston Hey. Yes, but I do not have scholarship. When I was in UW, and the tuition is like three times more 
than the domestic. And you went for acting. Uh-oh. Is, your, is mom and dad okay with that? Oh, mom and dad just want me to... Be happy. Be happy, yes. <laughs> there we go. We love you, mom and dad, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So what, what would you say is your... So you said your least favorite food in Seattle is just spicy, whatever. What would you say your favorite food? Definitely uh, Japanese food. Okay. Sushi. Sushi. Yes. Like weird sushi like will you try whatever type of sushi like some people are like i like sushi california rolls i'm like that's not no no. well what do you mean like weird sushi i don't know like will you try like i don't know i guess eel's not too weird but like will you you'll try like you're fine with any type of sushi that they offer you yes okay like you know omakase usually they have like 10 pieces of different fish yeah yeah i'm pretty cool with that and do you have a favorite sushi restaurant in seattle favorite thing putting you on the spot yeah they need to pay me for me to say this <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, well let me think i do like i like i do like uh i forgot the name oh my gosh uh, they, they need to pay me for me to remember this that's funny as i do like um rondo and capitol hill oh cool yeah they have like um different like same owner but different chain in vancouver okay razu is also super good Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, I love the, the restaurant, yeah. So do you actually, do you make good money being an influencer? Like, or, or is that kind of like a, I make, a stereotype being like, if you have a lot of followers, you make a lot of money? What do you mean by a lot? That's fair. I don't know. Like, do you, that's a good point. What I is a lot? I make an okay amount, but honestly, I can, the money I make, but I can pay rent. Hey. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But honestly, my, my parents pay for my rent, so I just save the money and buy all the stuff I want. Hey, there we go. Are you, are you into fashion? I do like um like some brands. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm big into thrift shopping. That's my thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you seem like a pretty cool person. You're the first. I'd, I I guess you'd be the first actor on the podcast as well. Oh. So... Break down quickly before we wrap up. Like, where can people find these TV shows you've done, and what 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 is kind of like the the plot or the theme of these shows? Oh, for TV shows. So for the TV shows, usually it's on Taiwanese TV mm-hmm. channel, but they do ha- they do have some clips on YouTube, but it's hard to find because it's all in Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I like capture some clips and put it on my Instagram. So you might fi- find some like good clips on my Instagram and I think that's that's that and are they like reality or is it yeah like they're like um mostly like a talk show okay. so they invite like guests or like students to talk about their life in college or like their up op- or like their opinions on stuff yeah yeah and this all kind of took place during the pandemic for you or were you doing any of this before the pandemic I I do this during the pandemic. Got it. Because I just... Because during the pandemic, I took online classes from UW. So then I just go home to Taiwan. Mm. And then my classes was like 1 a.m. to 8 a.m. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And Taiwan time. And then I just started doing TV shows like 9 a.m. to like 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So Damn. That's, that's not a lot of sleep though. mm That must have been rough or was it fun? It is fun. But like... You would get like super exhausted after the show is done. Yeah. Like doing doing the show, it's really fun. But when mm. it finishes, you'll be like, uh, 
Are you looking to do any like TV shows in the States or do you like doing it more over uh, I Taiwan? Mean, I wanted to do it in the States, but the thing is I cannot really work. work. Oh, you were saying that. Yeah, so I cannot get paid. Dang, maybe yeah. they could do it like under the table or like they can pay you in high fives. Maybe they don't need to pay me, I guess. I'll just work for free. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so... So sponsor you do get sponsorships for like posts occasionally, yeah? Yeah, I do. Then how does how does that work? Like do you have any what is some like advice for people who want to get like sponsorships for like being an influencer? Well, for me I have a decent amount of followers, so they will reach out to me. Oh. But if you just like if you're just a beginner, I feel like you can reach out to them mm -hmm. and say what you can offer. Right. And if they like it, then they will accept it. Right. Yeah. And did you have any, like, do you have any management or anything? Or is this all you? Yeah, it's all me. Oh, wow. Yeah. The things you can do in this day and age. Very insane. <laughs> well, with that, do you have any final advice for any up-and-coming artists, creators, influencers? Um, Be confident. Be yourself. And just go try, try stuff, I don't, guess. Don't eat spicy food, though, unless you can <laughs> handle it. Yep. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> there we go. And uh yeah, any 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 anything you want to promote, anything cool up and coming? Uh where can people find you? Where can people find me? I mean, usually just my Instagram, Lahibi Lee. Oh, that's actually one more question. So when you came to the States, you chose Hebe or has that been your name? Like was that is that your birth name? No, that's not my birth name. It's actually my nickname, but the nickname is actually from my English teacher when I was in kindergarten. Oh, there we go. That's it kind of funny. Um, so uh, most of the Taiwanese people don't have English name. Right. So their English teacher would give them an English name when they're in kindergarten. Is that cool or weird? It is normal in Taiwan. Okay. It is weird in the States. I mean, a teacher give you a name, you know, yeah. that's weird. But, but um, the name Hebe is actually from... So it's kind of funny. So there's like a really famous like singing group in Taiwan. Okay. And there's there's three girls in it. One is Selena, one is Ella, and one is Hebe. So my teacher is Ella, and my best friend was called Selena. So then my name is Hebe. Oh. Yeah. There we go. I think you might be the only Hebe in the entire United States. Though, so. I know. <laughs> like, it's an English name, but no one in the United like, States They're like, what the, the heck is it? Yeah. I bet you get called Hebe or something. Like, what do people yeah, Hebe? Like, Hey, B. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> hey, babe. I like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There we go. Well, it's been great having you on. Um, in a second, we'll do this taste test. Oh. Hell, yeah. Spoon. Sugar and spoon. You can find them on the Ave. Oh, actually, I think that was closed down. There was some crazy. I don't know what happened on the Ave. With the, have you ever been to like the Ave where they have? Yeah, like, I live around there. I don't know what happened to that location but you can find them um at their their uh their food trucks they have pop-up schedules on their instagram and facebook and website and they travel throughout the seattle area giving sweet delicious uh cookie dough edible cookie dough if you watched um the nas live episode back in february now wow it's been a minute they sponsored that as well so this is the first time this is the second time seeing uh sugar and spoon on the podcast and who better to do it with than uh Hebe Lee. <laughs> Let's get into it. 